My name is Joe Painter, and welcome to yet another edition of the stories of Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest. 2016 is just around the corner, or perhaps it's already here if you're watching this right now. And the Jazz Fest is April 1st through the 10th, so it's a little bit later this year. Big event, 26th year, and you think, boy, how do we change it? How do we mix it up? So let me introduce you to Mike Eben. Hi, Mike. Hi, Joe. You've been in music education for a long time. A long time. Yes, that's right. What is your background? Well, my background is uh, public uh, school music education. I taught in the Muhlenberg School District for 23 years. Mm -hmm. uh, been in public school education for about 25 years. I'm semi-retired now, but still teaching private lessons and teaching uh, part-time at Albright College. What, do you, what kind of private lessons? What uh, particular saxophone, instruments? Saxophone, flute, and clarinet. Sax, yeah. flute, clarinet. That's right. Education is clearly a passion of oh, yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So I have to ask, I mean, we all hear a lot mm -hmm. about um, the budget cuts. First to go is the arts, first oh, yeah. to go is music. Um, that having been said, it, it is what it is. Right. Um, how does Boscov's Brooks Jazz Fest help fill that void, or does it help fill that void? Well, we're hoping so. I mean, we've uh, had the, an education committee now for many years, mm -hmm. and uh, every year we try to find new ways to get the kids involved in jazz, um, including, you know, the, uh, the all-county jazz band and right. the jazz vocal group. Um, oh, that's new, isn't it? The vocal group, fairly new? Uh, I'd say within the last five to ten years. Okay. So it's been around for a little while. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've been doing various workshops and things with varying amounts of success. So this year I think we've come up with something new that hopefully is going to uh, fulfill a real a real need in the community. You're saying varying amounts of success, which tells us, you know, there, there's a constant ongoing effort to right. be dynamic and to be versatile and malleable to the needs or the response of this. Is it fair to say students? This is all geared to it's high school students? geared towards students mostly, yes. Not uh, adult. Uh, adults are certainly welcome, okay. but of course our focus is getting students to come out to this because they're our next generation of jazz, not only performers, but listeners as well. You know, I've often wondered about that, so maybe you can lend some insight. Sure. Um, your typical teenager, you would think, is perhaps all wrapped up in rock and roll or rap or, you know, the, the music of the day, so to right. speak. So how do you get them turned on to jazz music? Well, years ago... Uh, back even before I was a kid, mm -hmm. if you wanted to get into jazz, you learned in the clubs. And places oh. like Reading had clubs all over the place. Right, Frankie There were all, Scott. all kinds of jazz, Frankie Scott and all yeah. those. So you go out and see those performers, and those were the people that you approached about learning the music. So it was out there. These days, that doesn't happen so much. So it, uh, the schools are where most of our jazz education happens. And, and most schools these days have a jazz program of some sort. Uh, so that's really where kids get their interest. They join the jazz band, they start playing the music, and then after that, hopefully, they start listening to it. And that's where we really develop that, that love of the music. And is that link 
I am guessing is is really driven home that um, the roots of the music, the foundation of a lot of music that we listen to is in jazz. Oh, absolutely. And I think kids discover that as they get into it more, mm-hmm. they understand that they're learning more about music itself so that it, it applies to other things they play, concert band or orchestra or things mm-hmm. like that. The things that they learn through jazz band, they start to understand how chords and scales work and it, it makes sense in everything they do musically. How do you see um, or do you see an impact in students just over the years in mm-hmm. all of your education experience? What does a music program or these workshop opportunities do for a student? How does a student change? Well, I think first of all, uh, performance-wise, it changes a student because there has to be that commitment. You mm. have to, you can't be successful at it if you aren't into it 100%. Right. So it involves not just, you know, coming to jazz band rehearsal and playing your instrument once a week or whatever. You have to practice if you're going to maintain your chops and, and keep up with being able to play. You have to listen to the music so that when you play it, you sound authentic. I always give my kids the example of me trying to rap, and they always laugh. <laughs> I didn't know that was mine. I do laughing, too. I'm trying to get an image here. <laughs> and I always ask them, why are you laughing? And they say, well, that's just kind of ridiculous. And I say, that's right, because I probably don't listen to a lot of rap. I probably wouldn't sound very authentic. I said, the same thing is going to happen if you try to play jazz without ever listening to it. It's a good example. Absolutely. I'm not sure they can relate to that. And we know that most kids that are playing music in schools, most of them aren't going to be musicians when they leave school. They're going to go into other fields, mm-hmm. but they're going to carry music with them, and they're going to carry that love. So I'm more interested in developing an, a generation of students that's going to be jazz listeners oh. more than jazz performers. If they become performers, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the listeners are what we really want to try to get because we've got to keep that love of the music alive. And therefore keep the music alive. Absolutely. So over the years with Boscov's Berks Jazz Fest and the education component, um, you said some it, it's hit or miss and you've learned right. a lot. So what have you learned that you're bringing to the table this year? Well, we've tried uh, workshops in the past. And workshops are great because you get to hear uh, points of view from various musicians. Mm-hmm. We use local musicians and, and some of the musicians that come in for Jazz Fest. But we found over the years that... Uh, generally attendance isn't that great and I think it was because it's just something that's out there the kids know about it they may or may not tell their parents they may or may not be busy that night so it's not mandated through the schools and it's not like a part okay we we make the schools aware of it and their teachers tell them of course but it's it's hard to get the thing to come to full fruition by having the kids actually come out and and participate. So this year we think we have a new format that is going to help us. And what is it? It is a a whole day of events. It's going to be like a mini IAJE. IAJE was the International Association of Jazz Educators. Oh, okay. And they used to have uh, weekend events like in uh, California and New York where they'd have uh, vendors, stores, the jazz mall, that's right. Um, educators come in and do workshops, and performing groups come in. So we're going to have all three of those there. Wow. So we'll have the vendors there in the hallways with airwares so kids can come and see that. We're going to have the workshops so kids can come and see those. And then, in order to actually get kids there, we're also going to have performances from local school groups. 
Oh. And it's all going to happen. That's going to bring mom, dad, family. That's we're hoping brilliant. That, right, right. <laughs> and we're going to have a lot of traffic. It's going to be at the brand new Double Tree. What day? That's going to be on April 2nd, Saturday. So uh, it's all day at the Double Tree. It's going to be a day-long event at the Double Tree, yes. Uh, so we want to have uh, all these things happening at the same time so that as people come in, if uh, they're coming in to perform, there's also going to be, oh, hey, look at these vendors here. We can mm-hmm. look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a workshop happening now. Maybe I want to go see that. And they're all in, in great rooms. The space is supposedly terrific. So oh, I'm, it is gorgeous. I'm hoping to see that You're going to love <laughs> it, love it. So there will yeah. be a performance that night then? There will be performances all day long from various school groups. Um, we're actually going to that start. That is the, very cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going to start the night before with uh, Kutztown University's uh, big band is going to be there mm-hmm. performing a concert, and then Saturday will be our whole day of events for uh, the local school. And this groups. is the the closing weekend. No, this is the opening, opening weekend. weekend, first yes. and second. Yep, yep. First and second of yes. April at the That's Double right. Tree, and get your tickets. Absolutely. Get your kids out there. And if you like to play, and I'm glad you said adults are welcome. Oh, absolutely. Because I think there's a fair amount of adults out there that go, you know, I always wish I played the piano or played the saxophone and they pick it up. Right. And, and so that's another good way for them to be exposed to these right. educational opportunities. And many of these adults are people that played in their school bands and jazz bands when they were kids. Uh-huh. And if they still want to get out and play, it's a great opportunity for them to do that. Do we need to register for this? No, you don't. Just come in, spend the day. Enjoy yourself. What an event that you've lined up. Congratulations. So. Thank you very much. You're welcome. April 1st and 2nd at the Double Tree. Get jazzed. That's J-A-Z-Z-E-D in capital letters. That's right. And don't forget the Jazz Mall because I like it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You're welcome.